Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a relationship expert, executive consultant, and life management coach. Cynthia Hyatt uses her 30 years of experience as a licensed psychotherapist to now offer in-office or concierge services through executive life coaching, consulting, and image management in order to help you be your own best version. Cynthia also specializes in speaking to groups worldwide about how to be successful in relationships, as well as artfully handling life's challenges. She has had many opportunities to present numerous educational seminars and lectures on a variety of motivational, inspirational, and mental health topics around the world. Please take a moment to visit her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's Cynthia, H-I-E-T-T.com. Her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated for current events, updates, and inspiration during your week, as well as all social media platforms. You can hear this show as a podcast on iTunes and many other podcast services. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Now, with today's fresh insight, here's Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and so appreciate you listening and taking time to really become the best version of you. And we have lots of podcasts. I found out that we have, I mean, I have over hundreds. I I had no idea. And so they all are there available for you. You can go to any of your favorite podcast servers and find, just type in Conversations with Cynthia. And it's all eyes. It's no whys in that. So that will help as well. And so I also want you to go to the website at CynthiaHyatt.com because we have lots of things there for you as well. We have study guides that correspond with the shows. You can do that as a group with, you know, your friends. You can do it individually. And I just want you to take advantage of all the things that I've created for you specifically just to be the best version of you. And so today we are going to talk about this idea of how do you keep a good vibe you know, it is kind of tough out there right now. I mean, people are having a hard time just being nice in some ways. And people are also having a hard time just being human. Like nobody wants to look at anybody. Nobody wants to acknowledge anybody. We're all just kind of in our own little world. And so I want you to realize that we have a vibe. All of us have our own vibe. And, and one of the ways that scientists have figured this out is that they recognize that the human body is constantly using electric signals to communicate, to move, and to think. And the communication occurs as signals in the nervous system. So our whole bodies, our whole entire body is using what they call e-impulses. And e-impulses travel up to 120 meters per second. I mean, that's crazy. But unlike our power networks and electricity at home, which work with free electrons, electricity in our bodies comes from charged chemical signals, which lets our human cells use that power. I mean, we are truly electric. And so it's fascinating when you think about this. And, and I want you to understand that the vibe that you have, if you, if you, you know, even listening to your radio, you can turn up the low end, you can turn up the high end, and you can get a different feel of who's ever talking or the song. 
And so we have that same process inside of us. And I, I realize that in this world, we have talked a lot about the fact that in this world there is going to be pain. And this saying that life in a fallen world means that pain is inevitable. And that I came across from a statement in a book called Understanding People. And when we think about how heroic our country, you know, was in the very beginning, and it was founded by very brave people that took huge risks, and they did what the rest of the world thought might be actually impossible and very heroic. Now, of course, we have our problems, and I fear we've lost some of that nobility, um, absolutely. So it seems that Americans are more interested in avoiding pain at any cost, and we do not like the unpleasant feelings, so I really want you to know I'm one of them. But I've also found that in order to be the best version of the person God has truly created me to be, I must be fully human. And one of the most basic things about humans is that they feel. And that's where we get that vibe word. We feel. And one of the, the things I find most prevalent in my practice is not that only do we want to have pleasant feelings all the time, we also kind of feel entitled to having good feelings. And we now become afraid of our own emotions and the emotions of other people. And we used to assume that adults would control themselves. Well, that's kind of lost somewhere. <laughs> and we're so afraid to feel anything other than good. And somehow we become responsible for other people's feelings of contentment or security or well-being and esteem. And if we don't have the emotions then really what happens is we can't experience our own life and our own world. And at the same time, we can't just feel the good feelings. In fact, the more we try to control our feelings and what we want to feel, the more negative the feelings we will have. So we need to not be afraid or angry at our feelings. We can't control necessarily what we feel. We can't choose what we feel. They just occur. But if we could control what feelings I would feel, if I could do that, I guess I would want to be happy all the time. So our body is sensing these vibes all the time. And so what, you know, vibes are emanating from you, I want you to think about that. What is it like when I walk into a room? What is it like when I start talking on the phone? What's the vibe that the person is getting? Are they feeling more open? Are they getting more relaxed because they're talking with you? Or are they starting to kind of back up, even if it's only inside of themselves, and realizing that it might not be very safe to talk to you? So what's an example of a vibe? Well, let's say a vibe sentence example. So I got a bad vibe from that guy when he had dinner, the person I had dinner with a few weeks ago. So you've got that vibe. So rather than go shiny and slick rock, you know, the classic 70s fashion vibe, and scoop up a pair of pointy-toed pumps in gorgeous wine Bordeaux or something, right? Kid skin leather that you'll take with you everywhere you go, right? We can't, like, put on a vibe like we can put on fashion. I wish we could. I mean, one of the reasons that we like makeup, right? It kind of maybe masks what we're really feeling like inside, and so our feelings are a part of our survival. So think about the vibe that may emanate from you. 
think about the vibe that you get from other people. And you know that, that feeling when you say to somebody, I don't know, I don't feel good about that person. I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know. I just don't feel good about them. So our feelings are also a part of our survival, and they help us know if we need to protect ourselves. If we didn't experience fear, we would all be dead very quickly. See, because we wouldn't know what was dangerous. If we didn't feel hurt, we might not stop doing dangerous or unhealthy behaviors. And you see, in my practice, I often have people in such denial about their own pain within that relationship that they don't even know how compromised they are and they stay in this very unhealthy, dangerous relationship. It's kind of like, you know, on your radio, you can turn the volume down. So they, they pick up on this vibe of this pretty dangerous, emotionally dangerous person. And they just keep tuning it down. They just keep ignoring it. So if I turn it off because I don't like what it's telling me, you know, I might then become highly compromised. I could become abused. I might make the wrong decision. I might be deciding everything out of fear. I might be shutting doors on myself because I'm so afraid. So we have to understand that our feelings are neither good or bad. They just are. And we look at feelings as negative or positive or unpleasant or pleasant versus right or wrong. See, I don't want you to think about you having a right or a wrong feeling. Our feelings just are. If we could control those, we would be happy all the time. And so we do know that there are behaviors that if we allow or participate or justify that might be wrong, then we might not be having the life that we would really otherwise enjoy. So think about children and the vibes, the vibes from little kids. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes they're just so darling you can't even stand it. Other times they're just impossible. And you want to like, you know, I don't know, cut your head off, right? And so the vibes that teenagers give, I mean, if you've ever been around teenagers, wow, when they're really figuring out that they have some power, it can be a really tough thing. So how do you feel when you go to the grocery store, the theater, you're in the airplane, you know, and a child starts having a meltdown, right? So maybe that child is still learning themselves. See, the most painful way to live for you and I is as in a child in, adult, in an adult body. See, we have adult expectations, but we have the maturity of a child. And I really believe it's child abuse to expect a child to act like an adult. But I also feel it's abuse to have an adult that will not act like one and keeps acting like a child. So I tell people all the time, you don't get, you, you don't get to you know, choose your feelings because I'd be happy if I could. The reality is my feelings just occur and they're part of my own uniqueness and they're part of my own life experience. And so I need to understand that the initial feeling might occur, but that feeling is simply an indicator. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. So I have to be careful about how I judge that feeling. So when the car doesn't take care of itself, I realize, wow, that's, that's my job. So the problem, you know, the indicator light on the car not telling me it's out of gas, well, this is like important information. It isn't necessarily against me. So the information regarding my initial feeling, I say to people, don't, don't judge the initial feeling. 
just know what information it might be giving you. You have time to figure it out. And so we, w- we don't want to run away from a feeling. We don't want to like indulge necessarily in a feeling. We want to recognize that's a part of the human experience. And if we believe everything we feel, we're going to go in the wrong direction. And we're going to miss out on a really great life. So I don't resist those feelings just because of the unpleasantness. I make sure that I learn from the feeling and I recognize whether it's true or just simply an experience. So this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment as we talk more about vibes and what they are about and how they are created. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. Thank you so much for all your feedback. It really helps a lot. And I always want to encourage you to go to the website. If you want me to do a show on any particular thing that you would maybe like more information about, you can always contact me through the website and let me know. And I want you to take advantage of everything on the website as well. So we are talking today about a vibe. And, you know, we use that word so, I don't know, we kind of throw it around flippantly. And a vibe, it's like we say, I don't know, I don't like that vibe. And so what what is the definition of vibe, right? So I did a little research on it, and vibe is a noun, and it's a person's emotional state or the atmosphere of a place as communicated to and felt by others. Okay, that's the key. So the vibe can come, but how we interpret it is different than maybe the the person next to us. Maybe they enjoy the vibe. Maybe I'm like thinking, this is terrible. I'm feeling terrible. I can't take it. So when we think about maybe moody people, we say, man, they're giving off bad vibes. Or what if you come across a dangerous person? You know, I've, I've had this experience before where, because um, I'm kind of sensitive to vibes I have come to find. And I was introduced to a woman that, you know, I didn't, re- I didn't know her. And I put my hand out, she shook my hand, and I had the worst feeling that went through my whole body. And I was, this is a very bad woman. Now, if I were to ignore that and just say, no, I really like what she stands for, and I like the things that, you know, I might be able to get from her, or maybe we could partner with some things, I could make some money, you know, but that vibe was important. It told me something about this person. And so what really does a vibe mean? Well, the informal way to look at it is a dis- it's a distinctive feeling, or it's a quality capable of being sensed. So, I'm sure you've walked into a restaurant before and you're like, yeah, I just don't like how this feels. Or you go out on a date with somebody and initially you kind of like them, but as you start interacting with them, being with them, going through the evening with them, you start to go, you know, I I don't know, I feel uncomfortable about this. Something's up. Something's not right. It's like, you know, a good, bad vibe. Like she gave me a weird vibe or she gave off this weird vibe. So when we think about the idea, what is the proper term for vibe, or what is another word for vibe? So another word for vibe can be the atmosphere. 
or the aura, right? The overtone of something. It's like, you know how when someone says something to you and they act like they're joking, but it doesn't feel that way? You know, there's like this overtone of like, what are they really saying to me? It might be another word for vibe is spirit. You know, it's like, what's the spirit of this? Or I'm feeling it like in my heart, right? Or the undertone. It's like, what are they like sliding in when they're telling me this compliment? But it somehow doesn't feel like a compliment because there's this undertone that causes me not to want to believe them. We also see it as energy. We see a vibe in the environment, right? Think about when, especially in, in Arizona, when, you know, the clouds come and we get those huge, big thunderstorms, you know, that flood everything. I mean, that is quite an environmental vibe. You can feel it and the electricity's cracking and all that. So you can also see the word vibe as a quality. It's like a quality that somebody has. You go, you know, I just get this vibe from this person. They're just peaceful. I just feel comfortable with them. Or, you know, I get this vibe, this quality about a person. They just, this seems like they're not honest. I don't know why. I just don't like it. But I seem to like the person's personality. So it can feel very conflicted because I can like some people's personality, but oh, I don't trust them. And I don't know why, but I don't trust them. So it's also the tone. Like people can say, oh, yeah, I love you, I love you. Or they can say, man, I love you. Well, it's a different vibe just because of the tone. How about the character of the person or who it's coming from or where you're reading from? Or maybe you're, you're at a church or you're at, at a lecture and you're saying, you know, I like what the person's saying, but the delivery, they, they just kind of seem slimy to me. See, this is really important when we think about how God has made us and that it doesn't mean that we believe everything we feel. Obviously, we've, I've done so many shows about feelings are very real, but not always true, right? So when we think about types of vibes, well, we have physical vibrations. So your physical energy is the amount of power you have in your body to make it through different activities. So it can be a physical energy, right? It can also be an emotional energy. How about a mental energy? So we get mental vibrations. So your mental energy is what's behind your cognitive work. And so I tell people the funniest story because I have a really active mind. And so when my husband and I were first married and I'm sleeping in the same bed with him, right? I, one night he finally just said to me, he said, Cynthia, just go in the other room. I can hear you thinking, right? So that's a vibe. He's just like, you're not even close to being asleep. You're not even trying, right? And so think about mental vibrations, your mental energy. You know, do you get really intense and, and people can actually feel it? You know, how about spiritual vibrations? Have you just ever had that feeling spiritually like, Something's not right. Something's not right about this. I like the person who's telling it to me, but I'm not, this does not jive inside of me. I'm just getting this vibe that it's not true. Or what if you get a spiritual vibe from, from an experience that you have? You know, you see a sunset that is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Or you get this spiritual feeling like, I think God really does love me. 
You know, I remember the first time that I really thought, I think God really does love me. And how wonderful that felt. We also have emotional vibrations, right? You know what it feels like when someone's really angry, even if they're trying to hold it all in. You can feel the vibrations. Or when someone is overcome with grief, you can feel it. It's, it's like it's impossible even to change the vibration. And so when we have emotional vibes, it's like I'm super excited over the top or I'm absolutely bereft or I'm steaming, steaming mad. And so vibe is, this short, is short for vibration and it really is an emotional reaction to the aura felt that also belongs to that person, place, or thing. So it's this experience that you're having that we wouldn't say is because you gained information. It's just a knowing, right? So the feeling that you get from being in a particular place or situation or being with a particular person. What if, what if you've ever said to somebody, I'm afraid to go there. I, I, don't, I don't like that place. It has bad vibes, right? It just kind of sums up the whole thing. And so when we think about vibes, I want you to think about ESP, right? We've heard about ESP for so long, way before we started hearing about the word vibe. And ESP is this really interesting thing. So we're going to talk about that more as we come back after this break. And I really appreciate you listening today. So thank you again. This is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment. Welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. Lots of things available to just reinforce what we talk about on this show. So I so appreciate, you know, you being on social media and letting me know what you're liking and what is helpful. And so we're talking today about this idea of a vibe. And what is a vibe, <laughs> right? But we all use that word, and we know collectively what it kind of means. But what really is a vibe? And so we talked in that last segment about there's other words that we can describe vibe. It's atmosphere, it's aura, overtone, an undertone. How about that? Spirit, energy, you know, in the environment, like what this, what it feels like to stand on top of this mountain, see the ocean. So there's a quality of about something that is exciting us. And, you know, maybe the tone, and this is where we talk about an undertone or an overtone, or the characteristic of something. You know, if you go to the zoo, I, I know when, when I got to go to the San Diego Zoo, one of my favorite things was they, they were showing how cheetahs which are such skittish cats, are so um, able to walk around the park and let people even touch them as long as they have their dog next to them. They always have a dog buddy. And so I think, wow, really helps, you know, the vibe of the dog helps the cheetah relax. And so when you think about these things and you understand that there's all these different types of vibes, 
Well, I looked up, you know, Vibe is kind of, I don't know, a shortened version of what we, when we used to talk about ESP. And that's that extrasensory perception. And what that means is there's like telepathy, it's clairvoyance, it's precognition. You know, it involves the awareness of information about events external to the self or, or not gained through just our regular human senses. And so it's that kind of feeling of why do I know that? Why am I knowing that about that person? Like when I told you in the last segment, when I was introduced to a particular woman at this, it was this event, and I put out my hand and I shook her hand, and I felt it go through my whole body. I'm like, this is a very bad person. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to over-aggrandize that, but I am going to pay attention to it. So this whole idea of perception involves the awareness of information and the events that are external to us or not gained through our own senses. And they're not necessarily deducible. Like you can't really explain why you know what you know. So we are in an electrical universe. And that means that, man, there's a lot of power. And so the human body is constantly using electric signals to communicate and to move and think. And the communication occurs as signals in the nervous system. So our whole body is using what they call e-impulses, which travel up to 120 meters per second. Can you, I mean, we just don't know these things. I'm just, I just, you know, kind of forget about my body. And I don't even realize that, they, that some parts of my body are racing at 120 meters per second. So unlike our power networks and electricity at home, which work from free electrons, electricity in our body comes from charged chemical signals, which lets our human cells use that power. So it's fascinating to me because the, when, when I was reading up on some of this, there was one statement, I liked it, and they said, the nervous system's got nerve, right? Because electrical signals can be generated from your brain where they travel to different parts of your body or can actually work the other way around. You can tip your toe into water. Even if your eyes are closed, your brain will understand what's happening because of those sensory signals traveling through your body. But the body likes to use multiple senses together. So you're not fooled. See, think about those children games of Halloween where your friend tells your mom that you're touching slimy eyeballs. But because your, eye, your eyes are closed, really it's peeled grapes, right? But you don't know that because you're not able to use your eyes. You have to use other senses. And so these signals travel wherever they are produced, through the body by the way of cells with the help of the axons. And, and this is a part of the neuron that transmits signals. Now, I'm not going to get into this whole big you know, lecture on how all of this works. I'm just wanting you to be as in awe of the human body and brain as I am. And we've talked on other shows about all these different awarenesses that we have. And we have, you know, the brain, the heart, and the gut. And they all have this incredible nervous system that is checking things out for us all the time. So this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment as we talk more about 
Man, what kind of a vibe do you have? Well, welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and so glad that you have joined me today. And we are talking about this idea of a vibe. And we all like to use that word. And what does vibe really mean? And so we talked about it in the very beginning of the show. And it, it really is a person's emotional state or the atmosphere of a place, you know, as it's communicated to and felt by others. So you might think like, wow, this person's really moody. They're giving off a really bad vibe. So a vibe is like a distinctive feeling or a quality that's capable of being sensed. And, and it doesn't, you know, it's not something we see. It's not tangible, but it's so very, very um, effective when it comes to causing feelings within us and when it comes to causing us to pause and to wonder, what did I just feel? Or what was that? What was that smell? That felt really weird. And it's really this, this sensory perception piece that we have as humans that we're picking up on all kinds of information that our body and brain and heart and gut are doing for us while we just get to do our life. And so occasionally we get some information from that, those different organs in our body that are saying, hey, you may want to rethink this or, you know, you may want to say no to this. And so it really is this very distinctive feeling. And, and when we think about vibe, you know, we can say it's an aura. And like we said in the last segment, an overtone, a spirit, character of a person, it's energy. It's just something that we're picking up on. So we can have physical vibrations, mental vibrations, spiritual vibrations, emotional vibrations. And so vibe is really short for vibration. And it's this emotional reaction to the aura that's felt to any person, place, or thing, and how we feel about any person, place, or thing. So ESP is what it was originally called. And we've now kind of shortened it to this groovy kind of word called vibe. And so when you think about the fact that we are in an electrical universe, the human body is constantly using electric signals to communicate and to move and to think. And the communication occurs as the signals in the nervous system. So our whole bodies are using e-impulses. And I said this in the last segment, it still blows my mind, that e-impulses travel up to 120 meters per second in your body. But unlike our power networks and electricity at home, which work with free electrons, electricity in our body comes from charged chemical signals, which lets our human cells use that power. So think about that, electricity in our bodies. This is why, you know, if someone is having a heart attack and their heart stops, we use the electrical pads to jump it like we would the car battery that we have in our car. And so we jump the heart, we get it going again. And, and this is so fascinating when you think about these electrical signals that are generated from your brain and where they travel to in different areas of your body. Or it can work the other way around. You can, like we said in the last segment, you dip your toe into water 
And even if your eyes are closed, your brain will understand what's happening because of those sensory signals that are traveled, traveling through your body. And so think about Halloween and how many of you have been scared to death, you know, when you were a little kid on Halloween. How about if you go to a really scary movie, right? Well, you have to understand that your body and your brain, see, your brain may know that you're watching a movie, but your body might not because your body responds to everything that they're seeing in the movie. Your brain might say, oh, this is stupid. This is just a ridiculous movie. And actually, the volume's way too loud. I want them to turn it down, right? But if you're in your body, you start to feel everything that's happening in that movie. And so these signals travel from wherever they're produced, through the body by way of the cells. And this is a part of the, how neurons transmit signals, like wires from the cell body to the next neuron. And, and, and so this is why it's so powerful when you think about this as a power system. A power system needs fuel. Well, guess what is the biggest fuel source for your brain? Sugar. Yeah. This is why people many times crave sugar. This is why alcohol can be so addictive. Because it just is like a party for the neurons in your brain. The problem is they don't really ever come back well if they get too drunk on sugar. So the brain has about 86 billion neurons, which are interconnected by about a quadrillion synapses. This is crazy. I can't even, I can't even imagine this. And so the brain really wants glucose, and it consumes about 120 grams daily. Now, glucose is nothing more than a simple sugar. And it falls, you know, into the category that, like from naturally, that's naturally occurring in foods, like fruits and honey. And it can be converted by the liver from other types of sugars as well. So it turns out that your heart also needs a little electrical power to keep itself beating. So this electrical stimuli is generated in the sinus node of the heart. It's right in its upper chamber. And so when you think about this, that the heart will produce the electrical stimulus between 60 to 100 times per minute. I mean, if you, when I think about the amazing artisanship that God has done with every single human that has ever been born and is alive, it's, it's phenomenal the details that he has put into this. So it's very complicated. The electrical forces in the human body are a complicated thing. And the more that we recognize what this means about us, the more that we want to say to ourselves, well, how do I maybe, you know, I don't know, increase my vibe? So here, here are some ways that we can increase our vibe. And that means that you actually will obviously be more attractive to the majority of people. And so one of the ways to do that is, I'm sure you all have heard this from me so many times, you show gratitude and maybe create a gratitude journal and write five things you're grateful for each night before you go to bed. See, this helps our brain to recognize and to get a good feeling from something other than just sugar. And so how about this? We've talked about this before as well. Practice forgiveness. If you find yourself angry and resentful, it's only hurting you. And so you want to practice positivity, maybe shifting your focus. Maybe you got too stuck on, a, on something that, that, was, that was hurtful. 
someone slighted you in some way, stole something from you, um, you know, maybe smeared your, your reputation. Well, one of the ways to really get out of that mood, that aura, is to practice some forgiveness and say, you know, I'm going to forgive that person. And if you find yourself angry and resentful, you know, you want to say, I don't know what's going on with that person. I'm not saying that, that I am agreeing with what they did or that I'm making it so that it's not wrong. I'm simply saying something's up with that person if they're acting that way and I'm not going to wear it for them. So you also shift your focus. And you say to yourself, what is good that's happening in my life? How many good things have already happened to me today? Where's the positivity that you can use to increase that energy? Here's another one. This is a tough one for me. It's being present. You know, I've talked many times on this show. Everyone knows I have pretty profound ADHD. (laughs) So me staying present is tough. But it's really important. And I enjoy it when I do. And many times I just recenter myself. I take a really deep breath. I relax my body. And I get back in the moment. And it helps me stay there. And so we also can use things like having fun. That is another really good way to raise your vibe. See, if you do something and it's fun, it has a lingering feeling. So that when you go, you know, you're talking to somebody else and you start telling them the story, they actually get some of the vibes from you that you had because you experienced it. It's the same thing that happens if we bring negativity. Humans share these vibes all the time. And you, you know what that feels like. You've gone somewhere and you were in a really good mood. You got there and little by little your mood is lessening and all of a sudden you're like, I'm in a really bad mood. What happened? And so humans share this electricity in so many different ways, this type of energy. So having fun is very important. How about this? How about doing something nice for another person and not even looking for something in return, but just thinking, you know, I could just make this person's day. And it can be something as simple as just opening the door for someone, helping them pick up something if they dropped it. Just being kind. Let them go in front of you at the grocery store. Let somebody into the lane. Let someone take a parking spot. Any of these types of things, you will be amazed at how much better you feel. Now, how how do you get this really, I don't know, attractive vibe? How do we do that? Well, I want you to think positively. What, we have so much studies, so many studies about the positivity factor on the brain and how it strengthens the brain and then your brain thinks better. It helps your mind when your brain is working. So think positively. And I don't mean like weird kind of thing positively. I mean just thinking about, hey, what is good that is happening today? In spite of some of the bad, what good is happening for me? Strengthen your memory for positive information. So memorize. See, I have lots of stories I tell people that are fun stories in my life and that have helped me learn certain things. I've memorized those stories so that I can tell them. I've memorized what not to do as well. Now, here's another one. We have a tendency to think that if we are telling people about a success that we had, we're somehow showing off or asking for too much attention, when really what we're doing is we're encouraging another person. So don't minimize your successes. 
You don't need to do that. I don't want you to maximize them and act like as if you're the next, you know, God, you know, incarnate. I want you to think about, hey, why would I minimize my success when it could actually encourage other people to strive as well? And strengthen your brain's ability to work with really positive information. Read about good things and pay attention to positive things. So practice gratitude. And that's a really, really important one. The whole gratitude issue, and we've done, we've done shows on, on being grateful and how powerful it affects your entire body, your mind, your soul, your spirit, your brain. And it changes your whole outlook on the world. And so think about the kindness that you've been given. Think about mercy that you've been given. How about think about the person that forgave you for something? And I want you to think on those things. And the Bible is very clear. It says, think on these things, those things that are good, righteous, of good repute, of heart, of love. And so I want you to really consider, what am I doing with my brain? Or am I just letting my brain do whatever it wants to do, right? So think about if you had a car and you didn't try to drive it, you just let it go wherever it wanted to go. What a mess that would be. So I want you to be intentional about what you think because that's what people are going to pick up on. That's what they're going to experience when they're around you. That's what heals our entire planet. So thank you so much for listening today. I want to really encourage you about this idea of the vibe that you carry with you. And I bless you and I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. We hope this past hour has been encouraging, motivating, and inspiring to you. The messages and teachings shared during the show are given as a way to reach you, the listener, with ideas and insights on how you may not only improve your life, but have more successful and meaningful relationships as you become the best version of you. Cynthia is available as a keynote speaker or guest speaker for your corporate or spiritual events. Cynthia is able to customize a message for any audience attending a meeting, retreat, or conference. In addition to this, she oftentimes partners her messages with music as she is a singer and musician. Please contact her through her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can download the most current show from her website at CynthiaHyatt.com or hear a replay on your favorite podcast server. Please take a moment to visit her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated and leave your ideas and comments about today's show. Now, be your own best version. Be